You're listening to No Hipsters Pod. Fuck you, you little crusty lip ashy bitch on my motherfucking page. Most of you motherfuckers have issues. You have toxic masculinity issues. What's wrong? A strong black woman intimidates you, you little bitch? Is that what the fucking problem is? Are you fucking... Y'all are like the incels of the black community. You fucking bitches sit on fucking Twitter all day and share black torture porn of black people getting fucking shot or terrorized by white people. And you don't have shit of fucking substance to say. But you hop in my motherfucking mentions think that you're going to fucking intimidate me and that's never going to happen because you're fucking irrelevant. You motherfuckers don't even vote. Why would I give a fuck about your opinion? Who the fuck are you? Nobody. That's who. Episode 30, No Hipsters Pod. It's your boy, Ronte, the founder of NoHipstersLive.com. And this week, our co-host is rapper extraordinaire, Sebastian Francis. Sebastian, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Appreciate you having me, Ronce. First show of the year, and I thought it was going to be about one thing. And uh, it turns out that so much shit has happened in the last few days. Uh, of course, the Capitol Hill riots uh, is all everyone can talk about because that is, quite frankly, the craziest thing I've seen in a long time and i first of all i just wanted to get your thoughts about that so i it, it was surprising but at the same time it, it kind of wasn't because you know back when like probably a few months ago like all the trump supporters were threatening civil war if he didn't win and right. all the things that they were going to do to the american people but you know just see actually seeing it happen at that magnitude was kind of like mind-blowing Right. Because I, I, I live in D.C., so I, I mm. keep, wasn't, I mean, I knew that something was happening and, you know, people had called me, told me to, like, do grocery shopping ahead of time. I had no idea that it was going to be that big. And I was actually quite surprised at how bold people were. I think we got to see how unafraid a lot of white people are in the presence right. of police. And I think we got to see that it, just people were just really sure about themselves. And right. we also got to see that the police, I think, kind of... Uh, you know, confirm suspicions about where their allegiances lie because there's a lot of video of them literally letting people into Capitol Hill. And also if you, I don't know if you've been inside that building before, but it's pretty much a maze. And so it's not, easy to know exactly where you're going to and so the fact that they knew exactly where they were going they mm-hmm. knew what offices to go to because like nancy pelosi jim clyburn a lot of these people's offices are actually unmarked and so the fact that they knew where they were going suggests that someone on the inside kind of you know gave them a playbook to follow so i think there's very very scary precedents and um Actually, honestly, I mean, people are saying that the impeachment talks are unnecessary. I actually think that they are necessary because 10 days is a lot of time for someone with a lot of power who knows he's about to lose it. And I really think that just to make a statement should actually impeach uh, Donald Trump. What do you think? I think they should definitely get him out of office, man. And I I was reading articles this week and some were saying like he was even thinking about putting himself on the pardon list so that when he gets out of office, like he can't go to jail, you know, and I just feel like this is a very dangerous man and a very dangerous time in history because for him to even say he's not going to show up at the inauguration, I think that's dangerous in itself because I feel like a lot of these people haven't gone home. Right. And their only intent is to wreak more havoc more than right. they already done. 
Facts. And it's funny. So the reason why he was banned from Twitter, actually, is because they thought when he made the announcement that he wasn't going was pretty much a wink telling people that they could attack because he's not going to be there. Mm. And so that's why he got suspended from Twitter. And so, so like four or five people, actually five people, one officer, four protesters. And the one that people keep talking about is Ashley Babbitt, who is this like 14 year uh, Navy vet. And the whole time I, I watched the video and I personally, as a black man, can't imagine a police officer pointing their gun at me and me running towards that police officer. Right. Now, <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's just, brave. Right. I mean, and so, I mean, of course, I mean, we were never wishing for anyone's death, but that, right. I mean, you just have to wonder how she thought that was going to play out. Like somebody's like, they told you to stop. And not only did you charge at them, you were trying to break a, a window and climb through the window to run at the officer. Right. At some point, I mean, that that's, it's on you. And going back to what you were saying, like they didn't have any fear of the police. It's just like y'all really went in there with the intent to harm people like you know there was a picture going around with a guy with zip ties and right right you know people in military uniforms and and backpacks and it's just like you know it's really no telling what would have happened if he didn't fire that shot and i feel like you know god rest his soul like you said we don't want anybody to die but that's dangerous like they had their their job is to protect the congressmen and congresswomen and people that work at capitol hill you know so right right i don't know man it's just and not to cut you off but i don't know no you good i just feel like at this point man like it's it's still always going to be a black and white thing for sure yeah but we're now seeing like this is just good and evil, like bad spirits and good spirits, because it's it's no reason why y'all should even have gone that far. On June first, uh, in uh, this past summer, the DC police arrested three hundred and sixteen Black Lives Matter protesters. Mm. On January sixth, they only arrested sixty one people altogether, and so I think that further demonstrates just how different you know the treatment everyone receives there definitely were people on the inside working and you know we saw the videos with the cops taking selfies and facts like you said it's amazing there and there was i I can't remember his name but there was a black congressman that was saying you know he had two offices and one was like a hidden office and one was an office that he doesn't work in right jim clyburn yeah jim clyburn there was like you know he found they found the office where all of his work was at and Right. You know, deliberately destroyed all of his documents and everything like that. So it's definitely like some inside job and not to be a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, whoever needs to do whatever kind of probes to figure out who was doing the, the, you know, um, the dirty work, like it needs to happen fast, man, because that's not that's not safe at all at all for any of us. I don't know if you've heard about uh, Philly rapper Pop Hunter. He has like this song called uh, uh, Adderall, Corvette, Corvette. It's like uh, it's going viral right now on TikTok. And he has, you know, he's you know famous and uh, he's getting famous. And he's done a few songs with uh, Lil Uzi, who's also from Philly. And at some point, I don't even know why, but at some point, they someone releases uh, the notes from an interrogation he did um almost six years ago mm-hmm. uh i guess five and a half when he was only 14 
And it was a situation where one of his classmates uh, was shot in his presence and he was asked about it by the police. And I guess he told the truth. And so now he's being labeled a snitch and Lil Uzi has asked him to take him off of his songs. And like pretty much he's being blacklisted before he even gets to start. And I personally think that this at this at this point, we're now it's almost pathology this whole snitch culture. Mm. And I also think that we're these, these new kids, these, these young boys are kind of misusing the term. And not even just young. I, I'll say people like our age as well. I don't, I don't know how old you are. I was born in the late eighties, but, um, um, there are people who are using the term incorrectly and calling people snitches when they're not, it doesn't really apply. Cause the real, the real meaning of the term is when you like rob a bank with someone, and then you go tell to save yourself from going to jail. Right. That is snitching. If you're a witness, you're a witness, and that's different. And so I just want to know what your thoughts are, especially because you are a rapper. Mm. What are your thoughts about this specific incident? But in general, what do you think about just the whole no snitching culture? So uh, to, to even backtrack to, you know, the origins of hip hop, you know, this it started as a way for kids to express themselves and for kids to stay out of trouble, you know, and do something creative with their time. Cause you know, back when disco was going on, like there wasn't really any space for young black creatives and fast forwarding into, you know, the nineties and the gangster rap and everything else. Like we sort of put this armor on of like being a street character and not snitching and this, that, and the third. And I just feel like it's, it's, it's pointless and it's detrimental to, you know, just, just young people's health, man. Cause there is no reason why a kid, he was 14, like in the ninth grade, there's no reason why he should be held up to some standard of being a street guy. Now, just to backtrack, like I understand because like when I listen to the song, it's like, he talking about a lot of street stuff and talk about shooting and all of that. But right. we, I, we just got to like get out of this tough guy like we persona like we all have to be tough and be street characters to be successful in this industry because that's really just a way for you know the other side to profit off of our trauma and our death and etc but i just feel like he he shouldn't be held to that he was a child he was with his mother like i'm pretty sure his right. mother was like yeah, you need to tell them what happened there. you know right right so i don't know man it's just i don't like it at all yeah, and actually, I think it reflects really poorly on like Lil Uzi and everyone who's like taking that hard of a stance and like saying, "Well, I can't work with you anymore because of like something you did when you were a kid." Right. I mean, I mean, granted, it was only five years ago. He's still a kid, in, in my opinion. Right. But it's like I, I, I feel like we're kind of perverted the meaning of that word. Absolutely. And it makes it like when like, and I think honestly, we have to kind of blame Cameron for this <laughs> interview. No, really, yeah. that interview he did on sixty minutes, I think, in like two thousand and what four. Mm. I think a lot of people are using that as a basis of their definition of that word, and he completely got it wrong, in my opinion. Right. You know. So. Yeah, man, and. Like I said, man, I just feel like kids should be able to be kids and we shouldn't yeah. have to keep making music. Like we've been making this music about killing one another and stuff for like 40 plus years. And it's like, are y'all not tired of hearing this same story like play out? Right. And 
just hearing people do crimes and stuff like that, like we a lot better than this, man. And right. we need different people in our community to do different things besides just rap. Even if you wanted to rap, it's like, I think rap can be done without this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you could actually be, you could be creative and clever and all that without like perpetuating like this same shit, like this stuff that actually has real consequence where people are dying and, and yeah. get like, I mean, there's like, like five different up and coming rappers have been killed in the last six months alone. Right. Like that is not something that we should think of as normal or as a, as a, a, a integral part of like hip hop. I, I just, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. I've opinion. never heard a country artist pulled up on another country artist and shot him. For right. a beef song or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And you know, it's funny, I don't even want to even use like country or even like white people as an example. I feel like this is something that we can we can come to this on our own without even looking outwards. Yeah. Like we know better, you know, and 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 ultimately these are people who I mean that look like us that were killing I mean, you can't call I don't know how you call yourself pro black and be that committed to perpetuating something that invariably terrorizes black people you know yeah absolutely so makes no sense and uh real quick uh just last thing um i was just watching an interview before this with the Mm -hmm. guy he was talking about you know a court case that the game had and talking about uh rick ross's lyric when he was like put molly on one champagne y'all will still do records and support people that you know, talk bad about talk bad about black women and all of this, but you know, you right, right. faulting this child for telling about his friend losing, you know, losing his friend and a mother losing right. her child as well in high school. Right, right. You know, right. I, honestly, like I don't even know how uh, Rick Ross got away with that because that's actually that you know a lot of those rapey lyrics are actually quite some like even though we do remember the one about like putting like her pill in her ass and you know in the you ain't know song uh, I, I don't even remember that lyric but that's crazy yeah right right so I, I, yeah these people are and and it's funny that you, people will take less of a stance on those lyrics than they do about someone like talking to the police makes no sense at all let's talk about ot genesis Oh man. He was on <laughs> he was on the at the end of the day podcast this past week. And um one of the co-hosts, uh her name is Yazzie, and I guess she's been like talking about relationship and whatever. But at some point she's talking about, you know, her not needing clout or whatever, and then she playfully calls him baby boy. I went to academics for clout? No, if I wanted that, yeah, I could have gotten it easily, oh, okay, but okay, 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 it's not okay. what I was in it for, baby boy. Oh, okay. Ain't a baby boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a grown man. You're 33. Sold too much. I sold too much. I don't care about yeah. that. I know you don't. You're not supposed to care about what I sold and what I've done, but let me tell you something. It's a superstar standing in front of y'all. What's that jacket? What you mean? Sean What's John? the shirt under you? What you mean? It's fucking pretty little What's thing. What's the earrings that you got on? What you mean? What's the image that you got on? I don't remember. What's the shoes that you got on? Oh, respect me. You and I. Let me tell you something. I respect you. I'm on a whole nother level. Don't okay. do that. Don't okay. do that. Sweetheart, this okay. This is not it. This is not, this is not, not junior high school. Okay. I'm in a big league. Okay. I'm in a big league. No, no, no. I'm in a big league. Let me say something. Let me let you something. Let me let you know something. Let me let you know something. I'm in a big league. Right. Listen, let me say something. Right. I'm really rich. I'm not I'm not what I'm not your rich. Right. 
Oh, what you look at is rich. Right. No, I'm no, no, really no. Rich. Look, look. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I'm in the big league. Right. Big Laura, league. Right. Okay. Right. Don't play yourself. No. Not for no okay. And he gets so mad. I, I'm, I've watched it like a few times, like just to like understand what's going on. Mm. It's the strangest thing ever. And I think it plays into like some of the worst stereotypes people have about like shorter men. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> because. Like, I mean, I, I still don't get it. Did you see the clip? Yeah, I saw I saw it, and, you know, I tried to take it in context, but I really didn't understand where the blow-up came from. He's saying that he's a real superstar and, like, asking her the the, the labels which she's wearing. It was, it was, it was really odd. And, uh, I mean, that was just I, – I, I don't get it. I, I, I can't even explain what, what was going on. It was a bit of temper, but it was also, like, ego. A lot of ego, just like, for sure. Like, why did that need to happen? And I don't know why. It was a bad look. Terrible. It was, man. Um, Definitely a lot of ego for sure. Um, With a lot of the industry facades and, you know, marketing and just how people really get in the character, it makes me think like, okay, I know he was serious, but it was like how much of this was like, premeditated in that moment because you know i was online and seeing that he made big league t-shirts after that to sell as a result of that interview oh wow yeah so i'm like okay was this you know did he was he kind of serious and the part when he started threatening her like i could have people follow you after this but yeah that, that I, was I totally forgot about that that was intense yeah i'm like that didn't need to go that far because now you're you're technically threatening her life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it just didn't need to get to that point to me. Right. So. And I, mean, I, I still don't get it. Because, like, I, I mean, what part of that triggered him? Like, clearly, he didn't like being called a baby because somehow he, feel, he feels he – that must be a, some kind of trigger yeah. for him. Because yeah. I, I, I personally can't imagine getting that upset about that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking wow. maybe I didn't see the whole interview, but I'm thinking like, okay, maybe her tone and the rest of the interview was kind of like building up to that point to the point where he just kind of like, like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just put it in a place. But, right, right. you know, just I seen where he was like, you know, I'm the joke in real life. And I got people following you in cars and, you know, you're like, <laughs> it was just like, bro, like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't, the ego, you know, ego is a hell of a drug, man. Like, it, right. you got to have you saying some crazy, ridiculous things in public yeah. that you have to, like, backtrack for. Let's talk about Benzino, who's been in the news. Benzino, the founder of Source Magazine, also love a hip-hop star. And he's been in the news, beefing with Royce the 5'9", and even, like, joining Lucas to an extent, and has been, like, revisiting his beef with Eminem and the whole thing is strange. I mean, there's so many moving parts. Let me, let me try to tie it up as, as neatly as I can. Okay. So he tries to, he suggests, I guess, doing a versus battle with Royce, the five, nine. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess Royce five, nine, it basically curves him. And then Joyner comments in the post saying that he had he had messaged Joyner as well. Mm. And so it becomes this whole thing where he's calling them like slaves to Eminem and this and that. And then they start dissing him and talking about his daughter. And then the whole thing kind of like leads to this uh, whole discussion on Clubhouse. Uh, first of all, are you on Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So um, he gets on Clubhouse and he goes into detail about like 
everything with Eminem and how he doesn't feel like Eminem has stood up for himself, you know, in the hip hop community that he always gets these other people, you know, these black rappers to do it for him. And he talks about just how problematic, like the things, you know, he exposed Eminem for are, which I have to say, I agree. Like, you know, all the, you know, talking shit about black women and, you know, and, you know, it's just the racist stuff that he did, like when he was younger, Mm. I don't think that should be excused. And I think it's strange how willing some people are to overlook it. But I think that, you know, and, and unfortunately, because Benzino isn't respected by a lot of people, people don't really take what he's saying. But I happen to agree. Eminem is questionable in a lot of ways. I think Eminem's style, like a lot of the things that he does, like disrespecting his mom, I think is not natural to like hip hop. Right. And and even Benzino mentions mentioned that same point as well. And so I just want to know what your thoughts were on the whole thing. Well, <clears throat> prior to you telling me that about, you know, just uh, Eminem disrespecting black women, I I know he had, like, some songs where he would dis- disrespect Mariah Carey back in the day and whatnot. Um, right. But I, I always feel like Benzino has been able to find a way to keep himself relevant without really dropping music. Now, I, I, I know he was in Love and Hip Hop. I didn't really, like, keep up with that show too much. But I'm like, okay, this guy, I feel like Eminem was his trump card to get back into, you know, the conversation and whatnot. But definitely speaking, and, you know, even we was talking about, like, rapey lyrics and stuff like that and just crazy lyrics. Like, Eminem is, like, the king of that, you know, and just talking about killing people and just ridiculous, insane stuff. But with that stand i wish i was on that clubhouse room to hear what benzino was actually saying and going into detail about but yeah i mean i wouldn't mind agreeing with him in this point because it's especially if you you disrespecting black women bro like you in a very very black industry and a very black culture so you right. don't really have the 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 color the the hue to really even be saying half the stuff you'd be saying, man. I think the excuse at the time, I believe, was that he had he had a black girlfriend that he broke up with, and then because of that, started making racial insults. Now, I always tell people, any white person, a quote-unquote white person who's, like, cool, who turns racist on you as soon as you make them mad, has always been a racist. Fact. And so, if, Eminem, if all it took was a breakup for Eminem to diss all black women... That should tell you exactly who he is. And right. so that's why I don't really, I mean, I don't really see it for Eminem. I, I haven't in a long time, but I know that that's a lot of you people's fave. I mean, a lot of people even like listen to their top five. He's mm. not, I don't think he's that good of a rapper. I mean, aside from all this other shit, I, I don't think he's that good. But yeah. That's yeah, and I, even, you know, with this conversation, I'm thinking back to when Nick Cannon was going at him, you know, as far as skills concerned, you know, it's, it's kind of unevenly matched. But right. Nick Cannon was making some very valid points about him in, right. in the same line of this topic, you know, just the way he be talking about black women. So, right. I, and I personally, like, I don't like I don't have like Eminem in my you know, my headphones, like, ever, really, for that matter. And it's just, like, he's just, he's, like, put himself as a stable because of his lyricism and whatnot. But I don't really have the time of day for dude, man.
in addition to like the whole scene with Benzino, uh, M and Snoop have this <laughs> burgeoning beef. Uh, Snoop, uh, in a recent interview said that, um, he didn't think Eminem was one of the greatest, which is not like a big deal, but he also, you know, he was saying how like, he was talking about how the best hip hop is the stuff he can't live without and that he can live without Eminem's music. Mm-hmm. And so Eminem gets really pissed. And then, you know, this is Snoop Dogg and, uh, in the song, his new album. And it's just, I mean, I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm not mad at Snoop. I, I, I was surprised because they are like kind of on the same team, yeah. but uh, listen, uh, Snoop, Snoop didn't lie. Yeah, man. Like I can't think of one Eminem song that was like, enriching for my spirit you know like a a tupac keep your head up was you know what i mean right 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 everything has been like f you mom and you know f Haley, uh, well Haley's his daughter but his his baby's mother and all right. that yeah can't, i haven't i can't think of one song where i was like felt like you know that, that song made me feel good i'm gonna go on throughout my day as a winner you know <laughs> it's never done that for me right yeah i, I really think he's, he's extremely overrated i tell people all the time Close your eyes and imagine Eminem was black, and then ask yourself how you feel about his songs. And I promise mm. you, it just it won't be the same because it's just not that good. I never, I never done that. I'm gonna try that today. Yeah, you I'm should. gonna try that today. You should. You should. Winners and losers. Uh, Sebastian, you're the guest. So I'll let you go first. Uh, I mean, this this is probably a general consensus, but the biggest loser right now is Trump. Man, this guy's he's banned from every social media platform. He's getting kicked out of office, possibly getting impeached this week. And I mean, it's just, it's looking bad for him. Yeah. It's looking real bad for him. His, his support and his base is still strong, but you know, his, his career as president and his political career is done with for sure. Definitely. Any winners? Um, winners. Mm, that's a, that's a good question. I would say, I would say Jay-Z is definitely continuing to win, you know. Okay. He's got the Grammy nom. He's in the cannabis industry. He's been helping get people out of jail at these these protests and whatnot for years. And that's, that's somebody who's continuing to, you know, invest into the community. Have you bought any of the monogram products? Oh uh, no no! Not. <laughs> I haven't. I, I had to stop doing all that stuff after oh. I had COVID. It's like oh shit! When you when when did you get COVID? Man, I had COVID. I can remember the day I first had symptoms. It was the 29th of uh, November, yeah. and I didn't I didn't like celebrate Thanksgiving or go to anybody's house. I think I got it from going to the gas station because I didn't have a mask on at one time. Damn. And yeah, man, I'm still having like chest pains and like heart pains and all type of stuff on me. Oh man, it's, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah, damn. Sorry to hear that. It's all good. All right, so my loser of the week, uh, without a doubt, the you know insurrectionists who stormed Capitol Hill. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, uh, we've already talked about them, so you know it's clear they are dumb and they are everything that's wrong with America. And yeah. All right. So definitely losers. Also, Carrie Hilson is my second loser. So oh, man. Oh. <laughs> today she got on um, uh, Instagram defending. Well, she claims she's defending free speech and saying that, you know, it's dangerous that, you know, for Trump to get banned. And when people say that, I think it becomes obvious that a lot of people don't understand how free speech works hmm. and how free speech doesn't mean that people can't react to things you say. And so, yeah, I, I wish she left that one in the drafts, but 
Unfortunately, she didn't. Winners will be Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who are the first black and Jewish senator from Georgia, respectively. And, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a new day. I think people are a little a little bit hyped, though. I mean, it's, it's the Senate is literally at a tie. And also, a lot of the Democrats are, like, from purple states, so they can't really do everything that people want them to do. Mm. So I don't think it's, it's going to be as rosy as we think, but it definitely puts us in a better position. Sebastian, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, thank you for we, Yeah, for sure. Before we leave, plug your social media and everything else you got going on. All right. So if you guys want to follow me, uh, my social media is everything is Sebastian F. Music. Uh, my website, SebastianFMusic.com. You can find like all my videos, merch, everything on there. And um, recently I dropped a short film back in October called Manhood, the movie. And um, it was inspired by a song. Uh, that was produced by my guy Kevo Wilson, who was uh he's like a main engineer for Diddy back in the Bad Boy era, like Last Train to Paris era. And um yeah, man, that's has been that's probably like my biggest prize possession right now that I just want to share with everybody. So nope. yeah, man, I appreciate you really having me on here, man. I know we've been talking about it and Right, right, right. Glad we made it happen, man. Thank you. For sure, for sure. All right, episode thirty, no hips pod. Talk to you next time. Peace. Bye.